Welcome to episode four of the Drink Local podcast. I am William. And this is Misa. And we are avid, longtime craft beer enthusiasts. We aren't industry insiders. We are not Cicerones and we aren't brewers. What we are is we're just like you. Just some people who are really, really excited about beer. We've been drinking craft beer for over 15 years. And during that time, our passion for craft beer has informed so many of our experiences, whether it's tourism, our culinary preferences, the types of activities that we do for fun, craft beer always plays a role. So with that out of the way, what I'm going to do is get into the rundown and let's start the show. All right. All right. So today what we're going to be talking about is how to drink locally, globally, locally. <laughs> and, uh, so, like a tongue twister. Yeah. And so we'll get into what that is in a little bit. Um, but uh, first we're going to, of course, get into our beers. We will be doing what made you want to drink. We have questions from the beer curious. And we'll also... Maybe talk a little bit about some of our favorite 2019 shows. And we're doing that late because that's what we do. <laughs> so Two months into uh, 2020. Yeah, All we're right. almost done with this month. So uh, you want to crack this beer and get it oh, started? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Oh! Uh, wow, you really always have something. worse. How? <laughs> Something always goes on with you with these. Oh, wow. I see. All right. Ooh. I see, I see. Mm-hmm. I see, that's different. Yep. All right, so what do we have on deck today? Okay, so we have, I just poured makku, uh, which is labeled as Korean rice beer, uh, but it's a makkori. Which is like, I, I've had it before, makkori before, but it's usually like more like called like rice wine, but it is carbonated. I don't know if they're always carbonated, but mm -hmm. they're carbonated. I've had them at Korean restaurants before. So it's like this milky white color. Yeah, I've heard of it, but I, I've never... I don't think you've ever had I've it. I've never had yeah. it. I've never seen it. And I wasn't expecting it to uh, look like that, which like you said, it looks like, you know, just... It's a very cloudy, mm -hmm. and uh, it's it's not bronze or golden no, it's, in the way that yeah. beers are. Yeah. So we can get into that uh, later. But the other one we have is this Made West, and uh, in collaboration with Highland Park Brewery, short-lived IPA, which Exciting. which I was very excited to find, and I'm excited to have. Um, they were like one per customer, so we got two, one each. And then this last one we have is Piedra Lisa. Nice. From Cerveceria de Colima. Excuse my Spanish. It's a session idea. If you want to call it that. <laughs> <laughs> my attempt at a, a reading Spanish. Nice. No, you did very good. That was very nice. That was very nice, you know. Just trying. Out People here. respect the effort, I think, <laughs> right? I'm trying out here. Who knows? All right, so let's cheers. cheers it up. Yeah. All right. So I'm having the what's it called? Pied Piedra. Piedra Lisa. Lisa. I'm having the maku. Mm. 
Ah, it's really good. Mm. Yeah, that's yeah. what I expect from a session beer. So this really is like a tamaku. Is like a. Uh, it's more like a sake because it is like rice beer. Okay. It's labeled rice beer, and we got all these beers at Sunset Beer Company, which is. On Sunset, I think we mentioned it. Like, yeah, we've mentioned it a few times because yeah. it's one of our favorite places, and yeah. it also is going to tie in very well right. to, what to what we're, we're going to be talking, talking about, about today. Yeah. So I'm just so looking it at was the there can right now, among other beers. Yeah, and know. this is one of the first cans that I've seen with uh, nutritional facts. You know, <laughs> oh, really? it, yeah, it actually <laughs> has uh, the uh, daily recommended uh, calorie intake here. Oh, wow. It has uh, how many calories are in this, which mm -hmm. is 190. Total fat, zero. Sodium, zero. Total carbohydrate, 17 grams. Sugars, 17 grams. Protein, 1.5 grams. What I was looking for is the alcohol content, which I... Oh, it's on the 6%. website. It's six. Yeah, it says six. Yeah, I got that here. Okay. And... Uh, <laughs> And it says, born in NYC, brewed in Korea. So I don't know what that connection is. I don't know if the person okay. who, you got that for me. They had a whole story. So uh, I got, I went to their website, drinkmaku.com. Maku is spelled M-A-K-K-U. And they have a whole story and it's like illustrated. It's really cute. So I'm assuming this person, Carol, is like maybe like a second generation Korean or something like that living in New York. Sure. And she knew about makgori, but she felt like it's mostly like old people drinks. Mm. Like old people are drinking it, you know? I'm going to try um, it. It's really bubbling. Like it's alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I guess when uh, she went to Korea in 2017, uh, her friends took her out to a makgori bar. And she was like, oh my God, this is delicious. You know, and so then she got interested and she went for when she went to Korea again, she went to a few breweries, I guess. And she was kind of like learning about it. And she found out that a lot of stuff that they we they get here, which is, you know, like probably big like companies making them there. They have a lot of artificial ingredients. So I then see. she went and she wanted to start making them herself. So she was experimenting and having a hard time. Um, and then her mom, who I guess is a licensed herbologist, stepped in and helped her helped her make it in the kitchen. Gotta love brew moms. This. Mm -hmm. And uh, using traditional ingredients and brewing techniques. Wow. So fortunately, mother knows best, and <laughs> Maku was born. Wow. So, so that's the story. I just tasted it, mm -hmm. and it is very reminiscent of like a sake. A sake. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, mm -hmm. absolutely. You know, it's a little bit milder mm -hmm. than what you'd expect from a sake, but the like flavor six, profile, right? yeah. the flavor profile mm -hmm. is very much like see, it's a sake. Yeah, you know, we didn't, yeah, it looks like it's one of those things where uh, the, all the, the sediment and everything mm -hmm. kind of flows to the bottom. Yeah, because like with, uh, with sake too, there's clear ones, but there's also like the cloudy ones, I you see. know, and so this is kind of closer to that and it's carbonated. I've had sake that's like uh, lightly carbonated too, so I think it's kind of closer to that. I have well, no idea what the brewing technique and whatever that is, but... I gotta say, this is a, quite good. a surprise, you know, because we thought, you know, <laughs> later on mm -hmm. as the show progresses, like maybe, you know, episode 20, 30, uh -huh. Uh -huh. 50, 
we would, you know, check out some June shine, try some kombucha <laughs> here and there, do some other things, mm -hmm. you know, but, you know, here's a surprise. Mm -hmm. You know, we are here with Makuri. You know, we mm -hmm. have something that is somewhere in between beer and sake, mm -hmm. you know. Which is, it's kind of interesting, too, because in our last episode, we drank uh, three beers from Japan, and what they all had in common was that they were brewed by sake, like, you know, places that originally brewed sake that were, you know, then drinking, making beer. Um, but this, the maku, there's three flavors. I got the original, um, but they also, there's also mango and blueberry flavor. Okay. So, okay. interesting. So, I do want to talk about this session ale. Is it a... Yes. Yeah, so... It's good. Yeah, and... It's, it, it's session, but it's very, like, dank. So is, it, so, is it a session IPA? Yeah. Okay, that's what it tastes like, so... Yeah. Right? Mm. Like, the aroma is, like, really... This one is 4.7. Yeah, it tastes really good. You know, I really like session IPAs mm -hmm. in general. You know, I think that it's a style that was trendy for a very brief moment. Mm -hmm. And then it kind of died down quite a bit, you know. But I think that these types of beers have very strong hop profiles. Mm -hmm. But they allow you to really crush them. Right, you know, yeah. Like you can it's drink. definitely like a summertime yeah, beer. yeah. Like, I don't know why they aren't more popular because you would think that people who love IPA but also love to drink, like you know, you can't have that many IPAs. Yeah, you know? yeah. You it, have, it gets to be a lot. Yeah. After a while. Yeah, yeah but a four point seven, crush that. <laughs> <laughs> it's all day. I mean, it's fantastic. It's Great really good beer. Day beer. Yeah, and we, you know, we've been really wanting mm. to try more beer from Mexico. Yeah, and, and I feel like we definitely have started to see more um, because I think I've definitely seen some other beers from this brewery, Colima. Uh -huh. I've seen this other one. I don't know if I had it, but Kayako. I feel like I've seen that. Lager, tropical lager. Yeah, so I've seen some of these. So okay, well, it's kind of interesting. I mean, I can't recall coming across any of their beers, but mm -hmm. I know that, you know, when I see Mexican beers, I generally try to grab hold of them, mm -hmm. make sure I can try them. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad that we did with this one. You know, this one we have been sitting on mm -hmm. for <laughs> about four weeks. Has you know, it been a while? It's been a while because, a while, yeah, yeah, this is the uh, fourth That's episode, uh -huh. and we've been doing them maybe a little Bi more, like kind of. about every five days or so. Yeah. And when we got our first batch of beers, we bought a whole bunch. Oh, is this from the first batch? Is this from the first oh, batch, okay. yeah. And we just hadn't found a place to fit this one in. So we really wanted to get this one in, and we're glad we did because it's really, really good. I uh, did Google Translate on the description of this beer, and it says, among other things, it says, Piedra Lisa is created to provide a refreshing experience of tropical flavors with a moderate alcohol content that allows you to live it again and again at any time of the day. That's the Google translation? Yeah. That's yeah, it's beautiful. Good, right? That's beautifully worded. <laughs> Damn, Google. I know. I was like, wait. I feel like Siri would have made it snarky. Like, like anybody, right. you know, anybody else. I don't know who does. Don't talk to me about Siri, please. Sorry about that. Yeah, I know that you're very sensitive <laughs> to Siri. I you got Siri beef. Siri. Yeah. So let's try this last one. 
So this last one is it looks it looks Maybe a little less. bit hazy, but mm -hmm. more cloudy than hazy. Mm -hmm. And that's the uh, Made West Short Lived. So these are two Los Angeles breweries. Made West and Highland Park Brewery. Yeah, what did I say? You, I, th I think you, I said, said and short-lived. Short yeah, excuse me. That is the name of the beer. Yeah, so it's the Made West and Highland Park Brewery short-lived. So Highland Park is... It's juicy, for That's sure. basically our home-based brewery. Yes. We uh, are always at Highland Park Brewery. They have two locations now. They have one at the Hermosillo in Highland Park and one that's on the edge of Chinatown. Yeah. We spend most of our time at the Hermosillo in Highland Park. And the reason why is because we think that they're brewing some of the best beers in North L.A. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I mean, that's probably a fact by now. There are a lot of places in North L.A. that are brewing beers. And there are a lot of places that are really good. But Highland Park seems to have been that mainstay, you know, that mm -hmm. a lot of people are going to. They do a lot of collaborations. Mm -hmm. um, they started out brewing a lot of really dank beer. You know, yeah. like when they first started brewing, it was a lot of West, West Coast, Coast flavors. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, they, I guess that's kind of what was in at the time as yeah. well. But yeah, but they've branched out. Yeah, and they do all styles. Yeah, which is really awesome if you like to taste. Mm -hmm. They uh, have a really great selection of sours that are always on tap, and of course, they always have something that's uh, really easy to drink, something crisp. You know, like a lager or something. You know, you don't see many pilsners there, but you see. Yeah. You know. Um, a lot of really good refreshing beers yeah yeah um so i guess made west the this short-lived is like a series i see of collaborations i and see it's I like see. you know limited time basically so we're coming into the middle the somewhere i guess well i don't know on the website it I doesn't i don't it. know if this is actually something that they've been doing or this is something for 2020 but it kind of gives you mm. what they have planned for the rest of the year which is exciting oh yeah that's really cool because that's kind of what modern times does yeah. with uh their, with their special releases their special releases yeah. they give you the whole year in advance yeah so yeah. with this short-lived series uh i think this is the first one of 2020 cool. highland park uh february 2020 and then the next one, may 2020 is beachwood which we also love yeah we love beachwood uh -huh. beachwood is long beach um, and then August 2020 is Mumford, which also we also love. Wow. You yeah. know what? These are... Okay, look. Okay, let's slow down. Because these are the best breweries yeah, in L.A. Doing, yeah. that they're collaborating with. Yeah. And look, I'm going to be honest. I found Made West beers uh -huh. to be solid. Uh -huh. That's where I'm at with them. Okay? Yeah. I and think they're that, actually... like uh, you, can, you can see them... Like, they're available in a lot of places. Yeah, you see them in a lot of they places. And, you know, you see them on draft here and there. And yeah. you see, you know, their cans are very distinct. They're yeah. very uh, simple with their design. Yeah. Um, but like I said, for me, I felt like they were solid. They, yeah. I don't feel like they're brewing the best beer mm -hmm. in L.A. Right. But clearly, that could be on me. Because <laughs> the people that they're collaborating with, yeah. these are breweries that I have the utmost respect for. Right. Absolutely. Right. So if they are like, yes, Made West, then, you know, I'm going to have to reevaluate this whole thing and kind of go back and try some of their beers again. Yeah. That's really interesting. That's so fascinating. That they probably have been doing uh, collaborations, but the, so the last one for the year is uh, There Does Not Exist, which I'm not familiar with. Okay. San Luis Obispo. San Luis Obispo. Yeah. 
Okay. May West is in Ventura. Okay. So yeah. we haven't been up there. Um, but Not we for should. A while. We should. Yeah, yeah definitely, good. definitely. Yeah. That's really cool. Well, so we're gonna continue mm-hmm. to drink these throughout. Mm-hmm. And by the way, gonna... this is very, very juicy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very juicy. It's very good. Um, mm-hmm. you know, like as you guys mm-hmm. know It does remind me of like a Highland Park yeah. beer. Yeah. As you guys know, I'm not the biggest hazy guy. Mm-hmm. This is a good beer. Mm-hmm. You know, I really like it. Mm-hmm. So let's uh, move on. We're, um, before we get into our main topic, actually, you know what? Should we just get into our main topic? Because, I mean, I feel like we're yeah. going to spend a lot of time talking about the beers, you know? Like, we're going to save the uh, 2019 shows <laughs> for, for 2021. For 2021. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to shelve yeah. that, okay? We were honestly afraid that maybe we didn't have enough content <laughs> for today, but it, but we got really excited about the beers, like we always yeah. do. So, so so we do, they, they have been doing the short-lived series with different places like Faction, uh, Fieldwork, a um, bunch of different places, okay. so yeah. Well, the breweries that you mentioned that are coming up this year are really exciting, exciting to me. yeah, They're yeah. They're really exciting, yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm it, looking forward to the, I, I will not miss one. Yeah. I will not miss one. I hope not. I'll keep my eye out. Yeah. But, yeah. Cause, Absolutely. Because I've been, you know, doing the uh, Instagram and following all these brews and stuff. So, it's kind of made me more aware of, like, yeah. what's coming out and all this. you got to so, keep up, you know, because craft, <laughs> and craft really beer do. is temporary, yep, you know. Just like you said. Yep, yeah. It really is. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, we drank a Mumford last week. We were really excited about it. Yeah. You know, so we love these breweries. Yep. Let's talk about yes. how to drink locally, globally, locally. All right. So what do you think that means? Um, I'm assuming that it means to drink a beer that's available locally to other places that are not necessarily local to you, but then to be able to drink them locally where you are without having to go there. Yes, that's perfect. That's exactly what it is. Okay. That's exactly what it is. You nailed it. Did y'all follow what I just said? (laughs) No, I mean, I think that you made it very easy to follow. Yeah, it's, you know what? Like, not everybody is able to travel at all times. You know, like, we try to travel a few times a year if we're lucky enough to do so. Mm -hmm. But, you know, schedules, money, all these things, you know, emergencies, whatever comes up, Mm -hmm. it may prevent you from being able to do that. So... How do you drink the beer that you want to drink from all of these places all over the country or mm-hmm. all over the world yeah. when you don't have the opportunity to go to these places? Yeah. You know, or what if you have gone to these places and now you've developed a taste mm-hmm. of the flavors from right. these places? You right. know, right. what do you do? Mm-hmm. So we wanted to try to like figure out some strategies okay. for doing that. Right. You know? Yeah. Now, for me, the first thing that I think of uh-huh. is finding craft beer specialty shops. Right, just like Sunset, like we're yeah, talking about. Yeah, like Sunset yeah. Beer, or you know, we mentioned uh, Talon, which used to be craft beer seller uh-huh. over there. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. doesn't matter where. Yeah, but um, <laughs> I mean, it doesn't. You know, he just it. pointed to in that direction, but I mean. <laughs> Not relevant. I pointed to. to the north of where I am right now. <laughs> Any, yeah, yeah, it's not relevant. 
But um, what is relevant is that, you know, if you search on Google or Bing or whatever your search engine is, AltaVista, I don't know if you're super oh, wow. old. <laughs> the young Yahoo. kids don't know about that. <laughs> um, then uh, you can uh, ask Jeeves. Oh, my uh, God. <laughs> you can, uh, you know, try to find... A craft beer specialty shop. Try to find somewhere yeah. that has tons of fridges, yeah. you know, that is really looking to serve beers from yeah. different provinces. Yeah, and like, you know, I mean, we live in L.A., so I, you know. We, it's a little easier for it's us. A it's a luxury yeah. that we have. It is a luxury. Right. But even places like BevMo, you know, like, you know, they have. A yep. little bit more than like just a regular grocery store yeah. beer aisle kind of thing, you know. Uh, Most places that we've gone, we have found fridges. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, even if it's you know a small craft beer community, mm -hmm. uh, craft beer people are nerds are like nerds. anyone else. Yep. You know, they'll try um, to get that shit. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, they're gonna go for it. You yep. know, like you start to build up momentum mm -hmm. and you just want more. Yeah. So you know, you gotta ask your local craft beer community. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If there's like a bar that you go to, yeah, you can ask them like for recommendations. You know, like it doesn't. We always do that when we travel, but obviously you can do that locally too. Yeah, know? absolutely, absolutely. Um, you know, and you know when you see when you go to bars uh -huh. and they have tap lists, yeah, they're usually gonna say where. Right. these beers are from right. you know so that kind of gives you an idea right. too of where to go if you're looking for a certain kind of flavor you right. know and and you know the mainstays like you're probably gonna find somewhere mm -hmm. that's gonna serve portland beers mm -hmm. you're gonna find somewhere that's gonna serve san diego beers right you know yeah like, and i think it really does have to do with the connection that these each of these places have with different breweries and whatnot, mm -hmm. you know? And so that's why, like, you know, I, I mentioned, like, BevMo and places, like, bigger places like that, which, I mean, I don't know if even BevMo is, like, just... Maybe it's not even, like, that national. Like, probably not. Yeah, there know. are... No, there are a lot of BevMo's around. <laughs> yeah. I think that you kind of start to see them less now because right. of the way that, you know, drinkers are moving. Right. You know, like, yeah. whether you drink wine or whether you drink yeah. beer. Like, people are kind of moving towards, towards specialty shops. Specialty yeah, shops. you're going to see that. Yeah, but, it, you know, BevMo yeah. and places like that, yeah. I'm pretty sure they're down to try and order stuff for you. Yeah, they might be. Because they want you to come in there. Right. But the thing I was going to say is that, like, the, the, the good thing about if you find, like, a smaller uh, place is that a lot of breweries who don't brew, like, that much beer that they can just distribute to whoever small batch breweries yeah they're gonna like choose pick and choose who they're gonna give their beer to you know and they're not gonna give it to like bigger places like that they want to give it to like places that they feel a special connection with or they they want to sell to a, a, an also an independent small like you know business doing this for the love of it and stuff you know what i mean Absolutely. so so it definitely is worth i think to check places like that out and a lot of times they'll um the way they'll have it organized is they'll have like the local section mm -hmm. you know and then they'll have like they might have like California, yeah, you know, just or, because, or, or Portland or whatever, where there's the like, country, yeah. or they'll have a beers from around the world section yeah. where you can find like a lot of German stuff right. or things from Europe and things like that. Yeah. 
Uh, one thing I want to mention too is that with the surge of craft beer, even though it's still a very, very small part of the market, mm -hmm. liquor stores in general are mm -hmm. getting better. Oh, yeah. Liquor stores are 100% getting better. Yeah, like, for sure. You know, I've grown up going to liquor stores, you know, for 18 years. Yeah. And they look different now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the same ones that I've gone to. Yeah have shifted to yeah, now they're like, curating oh, yep. for craft beer mm -hmm, lovers, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And you can generally find a really good starting point mm -hmm. at at least one of your local liquor stores. You yeah. know, no, no matter where you are, one of your local liquor stores is going to have what you need. It's going to be like, let us, let's see what this craft beer thing is about. Yeah, Try yeah, to get yeah. Into it. And if you can find somebody and make yeah. friends with them like that, yeah. you know, like usually Maybe they're, they're really interested in learning stuff. more. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I mean, it's a great way yeah. to get the opportunity yeah. to try more beer. Mm -hmm. um, there are also a lot of, you know, you know, like we live in this weird society now mm -hmm. where uh, some company on the internet is like, we'll just send you a box of clothes every month oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like subscription <laughs> yeah services. yeah we'll send you a box of clothes every month uh you don't know what you're gonna get but we're gonna put you in something if you don't like it just put it back and send it back to us yeah yeah you know <laughs> that's like, crazy uh -huh. like but like me you know i like to choose my own fit like that's me personally you know i don't want somebody to dress me up you know some people want that some people but, want a stylist you yeah know? yeah but you know like that exists for beer Mm -hmm. yeah you know? yeah yeah so we have these things you know like yeah for sure yeah there are absolutely ways you know and of course like you were saying the uh -huh. craft beer bar yeah you know the craft beer bar uh -huh. is just really uh they're always their whole thing is rotating taps right you know yeah. so they're always gonna have something new you know and, yeah. and, and like that can kind of you know i feel like the craft beer bar personally mm -hmm. is an inefficient way to drink it's a little bit expensive sometimes mm -hmm. you know but if you're trying to just try some new flavors here and there yeah it's a good way to get one or two different beers for sure you know yeah and sometimes breweries will have like a guest tap section yeah they yeah they, they, they they'll, they'll either have a yeah so they'll, they'll have a guest tap section there's a brewery section. and also bars will have tap takeover nights Oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. So you kind of uh -huh. want to keep your eye on that. Yeah. And what a tap takeover night is, mm -hmm. is what it sounds like. It's where a brewery, whether local or uh -huh. from far away, mm -hmm. will come in and they'll just put all of their beers mm -hmm. on taps mm -hmm. in that bar. And there will still be some free taps for other beers. Right. But they'll put a lot of beers on taps for that right. bar. So, for example, I've gone, you know, all the way to the East Coast, uh -huh. and I've seen Modern Times, which is from San Diego, right. tap doing tap takeovers, right. you right. know? And, you know, for, for me, yeah. it's like, like I, I come in, and I'm like, fuck this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where's the New York stuff? Yeah. Where's the East Coast stuff? <laughs> but for the people who live there, like, oh that is gold. Totally, you know, that's totally. awesome. You know, yeah. like, that's a really good thing, you right. know? Um, and also, uh, the other day, we went to uh, Mohawk Bend, which is like a, a craft beer it's a like gastro a rest, pub yeah, yeah. Restaurant, they do a lot of like vegan food they have non-vegan food too yeah um their food is food. all really good whether yeah. you're vegan or not but yeah. they have a lot of options for people yeah and they have like a, a a pretty good like a beer like tap list and we happened to go right before i guess it's starting this weekend 
Uh, starting uh, in 10 days, I think. Oh, 10 days. Yeah, yeah. There was a countdown. But they're, uh, they do like an annual IPA fest. Um, so they were kind of like trying to empty their like tap, the taps, yeah. their taps. So they're like, unfortunately, they didn't have that big of a selection when we were there uh, the other night. But yeah, something like that too, you know, yeah. uh, when there's like an IPA festival, you can go and there'll be like IPAs from different places or. Right. Yeah. You don't have to go to beer festivals mm -hmm. in order to be able to try. Yeah. Even though that is beers. also another way. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I think that's, you know. A festival seems Definitely. like so much sometimes. Sometimes, you know? yeah, yeah. So, Especially because it's kind of gotten bigger. Yeah. Like festivals. Yeah, and you know, sometimes, you know, like you just get a little tiny taster, right. you know, and you want more than that sometimes. Right. So if you really want to try some things, uh -huh. these are small recommendations. But also, you know, even uh, one of the underrated places, I think, mm -hmm. are ethnic markets. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. So mm -hmm. go, on, go on on that. Yeah, like, I mean, when we had the last podcast, when we had those three Japanese beers, I went to a Japanese uh, grocery store and just went to the beer section and see what I could find. And they actually had uh, a lot more than just, like, your typical Kirin, Sapporo, you know, that kind of stuff. So, you know, it was kind of interesting. I, there was, I could have gotten a lot more, you yeah. know. So you could go to Korean supermarkets or Chinese supermarkets or whatever, you know? Yeah. Um, find, you know, find beers from the different countries. Or even ethnic restaurants. Mm -hmm. A lot of those are now yes. trying to be more high-minded about their beer. Mm -hmm. And they're serving beers yeah. from whatever uh, country that mm -hmm. their food right. represents. Totally. You know, these are, so, so there are a lot of options for drinking locally, globally, locally, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, and so that's what we kind of, you know, wanted to give you a taste of so that you can have some strategies to be able to do that if yeah. you don't necessarily have the time or just don't like to travel. Yeah, and, I, and, and one more to add to that is like you could do like a beer exchange, you know, um, mm. um, make friends because I've, I've listened to like other beer podcasts mm -hmm. and they've been doing it for a while you know so then people will send them beer like here you know from wherever here's a pack of like bunch of beers from like boston or whatever and they're like oh you know um that's legendary that's the dream right there yeah i know yeah send us beer like we're, <laughs> <laughs> we'll drink it and enjoy it you know um so like that's i mean but I'll, but you don't have to have necessarily have a podcast to have that happen yeah. you can make friends and have like say hey i'm gonna send you some beer why don't you send me some beer from that that place and whatever and whenever we go to japan we'll get a bunch of beer that we think are good and we'll bring it to people in japan that know like craft beer and then they'll give us something they have too you know absolutely so, we've tried a lot of rare beer uh -huh. you know just by you know just being friendly with Mm -hmm. how we try to change our culture you know so yeah yeah, yeah. that's a really good point <clears throat> yeah because uh this is you know i I'm, I'm like okay maybe we're one step closer to getting like a beer exchange happen over mail um but i got a message um through instagram on our drink local tv at drink local tv drink at drink local tv <laughs> on instagram um 
Uh, it's because you've been saying drink locally, globally, locally. It's been messing me up. Don't put it on me. Yeah. So and, go ahead. And, and the beers. Yep. Uh, so somebody hit me up, uh, somebody from the Netherlands, and I was like, I see that you like to drink craft beer. And they're like, <laughs> I guess this person collects bottle caps. And I went to their account, and they just have pictures and pictures of a bunch of different bottle caps that people are sending them. So basically, this person was like, if you, you, know, if you could send me some interesting bottle caps, that will be great to add to my collection. I was like, all right, sure. Yeah, we'd love to do that. And I mean, <laughs> I love the Netherlands, you know, like, yeah. love to go back. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of cool, you know, like, yeah. I was like, you know, I wonder... Where we're gonna go with this uh-huh. and as we talked about it the ideas just kept on flowing and there's you know, a lot of ways you could do this we're gonna have to take some of our own advice with this like <laughs> i know we're like good idea yeah yeah we really should so misa mm-hmm. <laughs> what made you want to drink oh man so speaking of global <laughs> <laughs> By now, you probably heard about the novel coronavirus. I don't know why they say novel. Have you, have you heard this? I've never heard them describe it as novel. I've heard them, uh, they started changing the name of it. Yeah, it's COVID-19. Yes, yes. Um, I don't know. I guess because they didn't want to slander corona anymore. Like <laughs> Maybe, maybe corona has something to say about that. Yeah, I, mean, um, I would have. But yeah, I don't. Their Twitter's been mad quiet since novel, that virus came out, though. Novel coronavirus. Novel. So now they're demonizing readers. I don't know. What is the definition of novel in this case? I don't. <laughs> I was like novel. Well, I mean, I think of it like as a novelty. Yeah, it's it's weird. I didn't know that you could say that about a virus. Anyway, so yeah, that whole situation is, you know, is kind of. Crazy right now. So why does that make make you want to drink though? Like, I, I... well, because it, uh, you know, as we had mentioned previously on our podcasts, that we were planning on going to Japan in March, in mid March, so less than a month now, uh, since February is short, um, and so the our... longest February in four years. You're though. right. It is the longest February yeah. still. Respect still. that. Still, you're like still like four days short of, you know, three to four days short. No, not four days, three days, two to three days. I can't do math. I've been, <laughs> <laughs> I've been drinking. Anyway, uh, <laughs> simple math. <laughs> anyway. Wow. So yeah. basically, yeah. Why do you uh, me do math, man? Don't put that on me. Uh, <laughs> Basically, I guess what you're trying to say is that our upcoming Japan trip is a little bit in jeopardy. Yes. It sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. So we had a flight scheduled. Mm -hmm. We were going to be going to Japan with Misa's family. Yeah. And um, something kind of happened with this virus. Uh And people have. I don't know how to describe it either. You know, like I'm trying to be. There was careful. an outbreak. <laughs> well, 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 yeah, you know. Um, look, for for me personally, yeah. uh, I've been kind of keeping up with it. I've been kind of reading about it, mm-hmm. and I don't. I'm not that frightened by it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that we tend to have a panic 
around pandemic situations. I and mean, understandably. Kind of, yeah, but yeah. then after a while, it's not in the if it bleeds, it leads category mm-hmm. anymore. And we stop talking about it and it's still there. Right, and right. things keep moving. And I and you know, so I haven't really heard, you know, I get worried when the economists are like, we gotta stop making money. Like then then I'm like, oh shit. Like, you know, Oh man, a lot of money is being lost it's a problem. for sure though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. I'm, I'm I'm sure. It's crazy. I'm sure. But so anyway, uh our family trip was kind of canceled. Mm-hmm. So we had some plans to go talk to some of the people that we had met mm-hmm. in Japan and the breweries that we were yeah. going to go to. Yeah. And kind of get this ball rolling mm-hmm. for the Drink Local TV project. Yeah. But that's kind of in jeopardy now, and yeah. we're trying to see what we can do. Yeah. And we're hoping that we can figure something out. We haven't given up on taking this trip now mm-hmm. yet, but we may have to postpone this right. one. Right. And then that may push the uh, the actual trip right. to do the uh, shooting back as well. Right. We're going to see what happens. But, uh, yeah. you know, like, there are always setbacks yeah. in any project. Mm-hmm. And it definitely made us both want to drink. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so here we are. Yeah. You know, we're, we're glad that we had this podcast coming up because it gives us an excuse to do so. Right. But uh, we also, you know, obviously we're excited. We're as excited as ever about mm-hmm. the project. Yeah. And, we're, and we also understand that setbacks, things beyond our control yeah. happen. And right. that's all part of the process. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, we're not giving up. We hope that you guys are going to stay with us on this journey, mm-hmm. and we're going to see what happens next, and we're going to do this. Who knows? Right. Like a week from now, we might come and tell you, hey, the trip's back on. Right. You know? Maybe not. Right. We don't know. But stay with us. Stay tuned. Mm-hmm. And we're kind of going to see what happens with that. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's, it's a fluid situation, you know, obviously, especially with Japan, just because with China, it you know it, it's been happening for a while now, you know. But with Japan, it's kind of it's the whole there was a whole cruise ship and they let people out and it's just kind of like oh what's gonna happen? So we'll kind of know in the next week or so, like you know how or if the situation takes a turn, we'll see. So yeah. we're kind of like keeping the you know our eyes out for the news and. You know, trying to assess what's real, which is increasingly hard these days. Yeah, no, it's, <laughs> it's very hard these days, you know, because it really I mean, is. you know, so much with Man. this situation yeah. has been mishandled. And, that, and that, oh, that's yeah. why I it mentioned really The Economist, because uh-huh. so many things happen uh-huh. because, uh, you know, we as a society, we tend to measure the health of countries yeah. based on their economies, yeah. you know, and I personally don't believe in that. I believe that we should measure the health of countries based on the state of their people. You know, mm-hmm. that's just me personally. I don't want to get too preachy and get into all that. But, you know, I think about that kind of stuff when I think about, you know, covering up information mm-hmm. and trying to hide things yeah. and not just being honest yeah. and not taking the right approach in order to save lives. Right. You know, these are things that are affecting families. Right. And, you know, we can't continue to live like this. No. As a society, you know, it's not sustainable. So it doesn't seem like it, but we'll see. Yeah, what, what happens, you know, something I mean, worse is going to happen. Totally, gonna, you know, something's totally. going to happen. It's going to be too and late. What are people going to say? Yeah, you know, every day it's something. You know, yep. so, but in a way, it's always been like this. 
You know, yeah, it's just, yeah. it just it just feels more like this. You know, as you know, it's funny. We have more access to information than we've ever had, so we're more aware of how much information is being shielded from us than we yeah. ever have been. Right, and that freaks us out. You know, so many yeah, things are moving so true. fast. Yeah, you know, yeah. So I think that the time that we live in, mm -hmm. information, the way that we're processing it, mm -hmm. you know, it's still very new to us. Um, yeah. Our brains may not necessarily be ready for the way that we're consuming information right now and the way that yeah. technology is advancing at so much more rapid of a rate. You know, yeah, like, yeah. if you think about it, like, in the, like, uh, up until maybe about the 1950s, uh -huh. things were moving pretty slowly. And yeah. then, all of a sudden, things started moving very fast, totally, you know, yeah. and, you know, things are changing every day and we, we're always on our heels and we're having to cope with that. And it's, mm -hmm. it's tough for all of us, you know, so mm -hmm. yep. that, <laughs> well, that, yeah, that yeah. definitely, you, you crushed that beer. Yeah. While, yeah. <laughs> while I talked about that. Yeah, so that I'm definitely, sure people listening are like, yeah. oh my God. Yeah, like, no, I hope that you guys <laughs> have something to drink this, too, you know. This made them want to drink. Yeah. And listening to us. Yeah. And talk so, about information and assessing information. Yeah. So with the uh, Debbie Downer stuff out of the way, <laughs> let's uh, take some questions All right. from the Beer Curious. Okay. All right. What do we got? All right. Well, so today we have questions mm -hmm. from Matt. Matt has awesome. been awesome, uh -huh. giving us a lot of feedback on yes. our blog. Thank you so much. Yeah. Commenting, you know, if you like to comment on our blog, you mm -hmm. know, feel free to. This is how, how we got Matt's questions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Questions. Qu questions for the beer curious. We're always, uh, you know, looking for people's. Yeah, to yeah. Submit questions. We love feedback. We love mm -hmm. questions. Um, any yeah, so, part of the blog that you leave questions on, yeah. we'll find it. Find a page, leave a comment. Yeah, you'll probably end up here. We'll look at it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, also, you can, you know, go to our Instagram, comment on a photo, whatever. Pick a photo. I don't care. Just pick a photo. You want to leave a comment? Hey, question. Yeah. Leave Tweet a question us, there. However you want to do it. Up. And we'll give yeah. you all of that contact information at the end of the show. Yes. But let's get into the question. Matt's questions. Let's so what Matt noticed is yes. that every time we do the intro, mm -hmm. I always talk about how drinking craft beer has uh -huh. influenced our culinary preferences. Uh -huh. So Matt's question is, how yeah. has craft beer influenced your culinary preferences? You never talk about <laughs> the way that it has. Yes, you good know? question. So, like, good yeah. question, Matt. Yeah, it's a great question. Yeah. It's a fantastic question. Elaborate. So, yeah. So, yes. do you want to start or should I? You should start. Okay. Well, I think I should start too because <laughs> even though I gave you the chance to, um, because uh, I definitely have had the uh, greatest level of growth. I think so, yeah. In how much I can eat and the, uh -huh. the uh, variety of uh -huh. things that I can eat since I've started drinking beer. Eat drink, uh-huh. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, for me, uh, I think that when I was a young buck, I was a very picky eater, and mm -hmm. I had a very limited. Uh, I, I, I had very limited culinary preferences. You right, know, um, right. you knew what you liked, and you like kind of wanted to stick to it. Yeah, I kind of stuck with it, and yeah. I have a lot of friends like that too. Yeah. And I've grown up with a lot of people like that, mm -hmm. and. I don't want to judge, but it's wrong. It's wrong. It's the wrong way to go about life. I mean, I There's don't want to so pat There's myself so much. 
on the back, but I feel like I had a little something to do with it because I was not allowing that shit to fucking go on. <laughs> wow, you, you, you really have energy behind this. I, yeah. I see. Yeah, wow. Well, I mean, it's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, but you know, like. But definitely the beer. I feel like, yeah. Uh, yeah, drinking helped to grow up my palate. Mm -hmm. And, you know, palate is a word that really bothers me <laughs> because there are at least three ways to spell it. And each way means something totally different. Yeah, you're that, right. Yeah, and that, and that bothers me, you know. So that's just an aside. Okay. But uh, I, I remember not liking olives. You know, yeah, you did not like olives. Yeah, I love olives now. They're fucking fantastic. You know, I remember not being able to eat certain cuts of meat, certain types uh -huh. of meat, yeah, you know, yeah, uh -huh. um, certain types of Mexican food that I love now. Yeah. You know, um, I remember uh, not being able, not being willing to try things because they were too bitter or like, like coffee. You know, like, yeah, yeah. that's, like, one of the biggest ones. Like, yeah, I was a, a tea guy until I was about 30. Mm -hmm. And after about eight years of drinking beer and drinking more and more coffee stouts and more yeah. and more beers that were infused Coffee's with coffee. Coffee's very, like, yeah. has a tight, like, relationship with beer. I realized. Like, modern times makes Modern coffee. times makes coffee, yeah. you know, a lot of places that Sir, brew both. beer. Mm -hmm serve mm -hmm. or make coffee mm -hmm. and there are a lot of similarities in the flavor profiles mm -hmm. you know even though they're very different yeah but um they're both drugs yeah. <laughs> um but uh you know that's definitely been the biggest one mm -hmm. i love coffee now yeah and i could never appreciate it before i like my coffee black you know yeah. i don't like anything in it mm -hmm. you know um i remember when i was a kid i would drink it with my grandma and yeah. i was just you know they were wondering why i was bouncing off the walls i was just <laughs> drinking sugar i was drinking sugar yeah. you know i would just dump sugar in it yeah but whatever you know got a lot of whoopings got in a lot of trouble you yeah. know all because of my grandma giving me this sugar infused stuff <laughs> but i grew up later on i really love it mm -hmm. you know um there are so many types of bitter vegetables, mm -hmm. you know, uh, strange fruits. Uh -huh. Probably the wrong term to use. Wow! Wow! Happy Black History Month! I know. Uh -huh. Come on! Come on! But, uh, <laughs> yikes! A big yikes right there! Jesus Christ! Yeah, so I think it's your turn. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that like I, I mean, I'm somebody who was not really a picky eater. I'll like pretty much eat anything. Um, you know, there was things that I didn't really like or couldn't eat or just preferred not to eat as a kid. But as an adult, like even before. I got into beer, I was like pretty open to anything. The one thing I was kind of like have a hard time with is like lamb. Oh, I like, I love and, lamb. And, like, I wish I liked it because it looks so fucking delicious. I, I, I love gamey meats, but that's, that's oh, another one that hard. really, you know, gamey things. Yeah. I definitely learned that after I had kind of grown up my palate. Yeah, the, the gamey thing, like, I do have a hard time with, and I just attribute that to me being an Aries. As well as being uh, born on the, the year of the goat slash sheep. 
So you it's think just, that it's it's my kin. <laughs> You know, so it's just like ah, like take it easy on the kin. So that's that's my excuse. That's freaking hilarious. But oh my. Anyway, but like I mean, I'll eat it, but I know that I can't like order a whole like plate of it because I can't like I'll eat like a bite and I'm like ah, it's good, but like that's it, you know. Um, but I think that it has expanded my culinary what preferences.、Mm-hmm. Just in the sense that, like, by going to a lot of these bars and gastropubs, whatever, you know, you do get to experience a, like they're into food as well. A lot of these places, right? And so they'll be making interesting dishes. And so I just by going to get some beers and then having wanting to eat something with it, you end up like, you know. Looking at a menu where you're like, oh, what is this? You know what I mean? <laughs> Getting to eat stuff、yeah. that like you otherwise wouldn't really, you know, be able to eat. You know, so I think in that sense, it really does expand ah、uh, your culinary experience just by kind of you know trying to find places where you can eat and drink and do both very well.、Mm. You know, so、mm. yeah, yeah, because、okay. yeah, I mean. Yeah, I think it's it's just kind of goes hand in hand. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. So Matt did have another question. Okay. For us, but I'm gonna bank that one. Oh. For another time. Okay. Because you know we soaked up all the time.、Mm-hmm. It's been a while. Yep. So I think that we're gonna go ahead and wrap this up for the day. Okay. We do want to thank you so much, Matt,、thank、for you. all your feedback、yes. and just you know for being a bud,、awesome. being a friend. Yeah. And For this question, it was awesome.、Uh, mm-hmm. It really, you know, gave us something to talk about.、Mm-hmm. It、uh, gave us as long as we have a lot、about. to say about anything. <laughs> <laughs> so、uh, that's pretty much it for this week.、Uh-huh. If you want to keep up with us, yes, you can follow us on Instagram at Drink Local TV, and you can follow us on Twitter at Drink Local TV, and you can follow us on our website. Drink local dot TV. That's right, and we will be with you next time. <laughs> Bottoms up. <laughs> Bottoms up.